0: By now, I assume you've read the story or at least heard about it from someone. The story about the woman who suffered that horrific trauma on Air India flight from New York to Delhi. If you haven't heard it or you haven't read it, let me tell you what it is anyhow. This was an Air India flight from New York to Delhi. The lady was in the 70s, was traveling in business class, had an aisle seat. After meal service, when the lights are dimmed or go off, in most airlines, she suddenly realized that a man had come, stood in front of her, exposed himself, and then then began urinating all over her. She was horrified. She was shocked. She didn't know what to say. The man stood there, still exposing himself, till another passenger came and took him away. Doused as she was in this man's filth, she had to decide what to do. She asked the cabin crew for help. And they led her to that tiny aircraft toilet where she cleaned herself as best as she could. They gave her those airline pajamas and shirt, the things they called night suits, to wear. They gave her tissues. They gave her airline slippers and then told her to go back to her seat, the same seat this man had violated and defiled. They said they would put sanitizer, something nice smelling, blankets, and she would be fine. Not surprisingly, she refused to sit there. So they said, well, what can we do? There's a small crew seat over there. Would you like to sit there? Now, according to the woman, we have a word for it, though I am inclined to trust her. There were empty seats in first class. The logical thing to have done, surely, would have been to put her in one of those seats to help her get over that trauma. They didn't know such thing. They kept her in that crew seat and they did very little else to help her. This is a woman who's in her 70s, who suffered this terrible trauma, who's been humiliated beyond all measure. And she's made to sit for a very long flight, New York to Delhi, made to sit in a cruise seat. When she arrived in Delhi, she has many stories about how they said they'd give her a wheelchair, but it didn't really work. She was left alone half an hour. But let's forget about that. Let's focus on the main thing. The guy who did this to her walked free. He went through immigration, he went through customs, and as far as we know, he went home. Nobody did anything about him. The woman was so humiliated and so traumatized that she wrote a letter to the chairman of Tata's explaining what had happened and saying how bad it was. The chairman, Chandrasekhar, to his credit, realized what terrible this was. Air India set up a committee. They found out what had happened and they got in touch with the police and the other regulatory authorities to do something about it. Now, as far as I know, something has happened largely after the media uproar. And the guy who did this, apparently the excuse was that he was drunk, is being told that he can't fly Air India for 30 days. After that's fine, no problem at all. It's not even clear to me that he can't travel other airlines. Does this even seem right to you? So basically the guy can come, do this to a woman... Not fly for the next month, fly the following month. Do this to a woman again. Again, take the month off and do it again. It is completely absurd. Now, the woman's concerns are not just with the guy. They're also with the cabin crew and with the way she was treated. And I have no way of knowing what the exact truth is because everybody has their own side of the story. And I haven't heard the cabin crew side of the story. But if what she says happened and the cabin crew did behave like this, I think that's shocking. That's a real black mark against any airline and a black mark against the cabin crew. No doubt Air India have conducted their own investigation and will take action against the cabin crew if these allegations are true. Now, all of us are going on and on about the cabin crew and all of that, as is the woman. But I think there's another issue here. The cabin crew are not really to blame. Yes, they did badly and they coped with this disgracefully with a very difficult situation. But they weren't the people who went and urinated on the woman. That is the real problem. And that, unfortunately, is our problem in India. We spend our lives moaning about airlines, moaning about airline staff, but we never turn the mirror to ourselves. We never realize that one of the problems with air travel in India, and I can't say this often enough, is the Indian passenger. No, Indian airlines are not perfect. They have serial delays, which they lie about. The food is disgusting. Often they arbitrarily cancel flights. On Air India, sometimes the aircraft are in a bad way. On most airlines, you will occasionally run into a bad member of cabin crew who is rude or doesn't seem to care. All of that conceded. But I don't think that's the only problem. The real problem is us. We are the worst passengers in the world. We shove, we push. We treat other passengers with scant respect. I mean, just look at when you're boarding a flight. Have you noticed how there's a rush to get into the bus that takes you to the aircraft? What does it matter? The aircraft won't take off until everybody's boarded anyway, but no. There will be a rush. They will all stand near the doors of the bus. If anybody tries to go, they will shove and push them, not let anybody get further. Then when they try and go up, The stairs that lead to the airplane, there will be the same shoving and pushing. And then there will be the problem about hand baggage. Most airlines allow you to take a certain amount of hand baggage. And now the Ministry of Civil Aviation has made this very clear. It's just one suitcase. But on nearly every flight, you will find passengers with three bags, two bags, overstuffed bags, which bags that are in no way cabin baggage, bags that should have been checked in, they will take them on board, they will put them into the overhead lockers, they will block up all of the space. So if you board the flight about halfway through the boarding, that's like after half the flight is boarded, the chances are you won't have space for any baggage. You will then have to ask the cabin crew, there will be a delay, there will be a problem, but nobody will stop these guys from coming in with check-in baggage. It's just one measure of Indian passengers who do this because they think they can get away with it. Even if it is a problem for the rest of the aircraft, for the rest of the passengers, they don't care. Now, we are focusing on this Air India case. But let me tell you about two other videos that have gone viral in the last few weeks. One showed a passenger who had just reduced a member of Indigo cabin crew to tears, telling another Indigo cabin crew, you're just a servant. That's, I think, indicative of the attitude of many Indian passengers. There's another one, and that's from a Thai Smile flight, which was taking off from Bangkok and coming to India. Even before the flight took off, there was an altercation. The video shows various people engaged in a fist fight. I have no idea what happened, but according to some passengers on the flight, it was the fault of one of the passengers who'd reclined his seat. Now, you will know that when you take off and when you land, you're supposed to keep your seat upright. You will also know that there are Indian passengers who refuse to do this. This guy was asked by the cabin crew, could he please put his seat upright? He said, no, I have a headache. So various people went to him, explained for security reasons, for safety reasons, why the seat had to be put upright. He would not listen. And that in some way apparently led to the fist fight. It is not my case that, Everything about an airline is perfect. But just look at those incidents. Just look at the way in which cabin crew have behaved and compare it to the way in which passengers have behaved. You tell me, who is the guilty party? Is it cabin crew or is it the passengers? Now, there is a view within the airline industry and it comes off in off-the-record conversations, and it's whispered and it's a very really snobbish view. Basically, it says that, you know, airline flights... And fares have gone down so much. Sorry. And it says airline fares have gone down so much. People who could never afford to travel earlier are traveling. They don't know how to behave on aeroplanes. These incidents are inevitable. I don't actually accept that. I don't think it has to do with the fact that people who couldn't afford to fly earlier are now flying. The people who behave badly are people who've always behaved badly. I've seen air Indian Airlines and Air India way back in the 1980s. I've seen the shoving and the pushing. I've seen the way in which cabin crew are abused. I've seen on flights, air hostesses being groped. I've heard the disgusting, sexist things people say. I've seen the way in which people sit back, this still happens, by the way, and start kicking the seat in front of them, knowing that even if you object, there's nothing you can do about it. I've seen Indian passengers misbehaving for so long, even in the days when airline fares were high, that I don't accept the snobbish argument is because the pros are traveling, the things have got bad. Just look at the Air India incident. The woman was traveling in business class and that didn't stop the guy from doing what he did to her. So I think there has to be some kind of understanding that while we keep saying Indian passengers need to behave better, we do nothing about it. And therefore we have to realize That you have to empower cabin crew, you have to have a code of conduct, you have to make sure that passengers are forced to behave well. Anybody who behaves badly with cabin crew or with other passengers should not be allowed to walk off the aircraft acting as though now the flight is over, the incident is forgotten. The airline should be obliged to report it either to its own security department or to the police. The police should take note of people who behave badly. And there should be some action. I'm not saying everybody necessarily deserves jail time, but a cash fine is worth it. And even if it isn't that, the fact that a guy is taken off a plane, taken to a police station, asked about it, a complaint is registered, will serve as some kind of deterrent. At the moment, there are no deterrents. You ban the guy from flying for a few weeks or whatever, and he's back again. He's doing it all over again. My sense is the government has come around to the same view. The Civil Aviation Minister, Jyotarathya Sendhya, asked for a police complaint to be filed against those who got into that fight on the thigh Smile flight. And I imagine he will do more. He's already issued a ruling saying only one bag will be allowed on board. Though, of course, it depends on how you police what the size of that bag is. But it's time to now stop saying, Ray hey, passengers are bad. These things will happen. You've got to take action. You've got to penalize people who make life difficult for the rest of us, it doesn't matter. It's not a question of us against them, we passengers against airlines. It's a question of human beings against human beings. And human beings who make life difficult for other human beings should be penalized. And coming back to the incident I began with, let me ask the question I think all of us are asking. This is a guy who urinated on an elderly lady. Why is this man not in jail?